So I'd like to begin the message time with a simple reading of scripture. And the first is from John 14, 15 through 17. Now this is Jesus speaking in the upper room with the disciples. This is the night he was betrayed, the night we, we get the communion from, the night he washed their feet, the night he told them he would soon be leaving them. And they were confused and, and worried and all that stuff. But here's his response. Again, John 14, 15 through 17. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Now other translations use the word a comforter or a helper. He says, I will ask him to give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. This is the promise of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus repeats this promise after his resurrection. This is from the books of Acts, verses one, I'm sorry, chapter one, verses eight. He has returned in the flesh during this 40-day period, and he's among them. And it says, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. He says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my father as promised, which you have heard me speak about. We know what that is. And he says, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority. He says, but you will receive my power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Later in Acts 2, starting at verse 1 through 4, we read about the fulfillment of the promise. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. You see, when the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles, they were able to speak in diverse languages. And this enabled people from different nations to comprehend the gospel's message. This occurrence marked the beginning of the church, and it led to the conversion of thousands of individuals. And we celebrate Pentecost, this, this period of 50 days after Easter, as the fulfillment of Easter itself. As he went away and the promise was kept. And as we just read, it was Jesus' request of his Father um, and a promise to us to send the Holy Spirit, our helper, our comforter. It is the Holy Spirit who gives us any strength of faith that we may have and all the strength of faith that we need. We remember that day around 2,000 years ago when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles and made, made them powerful to proclaim the kingdom of God to the modern world. And today... Today, we celebrate the same Holy Spirit is coming upon us in this church, making us powerful to tell others about Jesus Christ in our lives. It was a momentous occasion when the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples, empowering them to fulfill the Great Commission, right, to go forth, make disciples of all nations. But is Pentecost relevant to Christianity today? Does it still matter? Does it hold any significance in our lives? Let's dive into the Word of God and discover how the power of Pentecost continues to impact and transform us in our journey of faith. First, as I mentioned, Pentecost is the promise fulfilled. Pentecost finds its roots in the Jewish celebration of Shavuot. It's a harvest festival that also commemorated the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. 
Okay, these are the commandments. On that day, while the disciples were gathered in the upper room, God fulfilled his promise by pouring out the Holy Spirit upon them. And the sound of a mighty rushing wind filled the house and the tongues of fire and rested upon them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they, they spoke in different languages, enabling others to hear the wonders of God in their own words, in their own tongues. Pentecost was not merely an isolated event. It marked the inauguration of a new era. It demonstrated God's faithfulness to his promise of sending a helper, the Holy Spirit, who would guide and empower his people. Today, as followers of Christ, we too can experience the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Pentecost is the empowerment of, for ministry. The pouring out of the Holy Spirit Pentecost enabled the disciples to fulfill their mission of spreading the gospel. Prior to this, they were fearful and uncertain, right? Their, their leader for three years was gone, murdered. Would they be next? But after receiving the Holy Spirit, they became bold witnesses for Christ. For example, Peter, who was once timid, once timid, he stood up and preached with authority. And as a result, 3,000 people were added to the church that day. Remember, on this rock, I will build my church. In many ways, just like this, Pentecost was the birth of the church. Similarly, Pentecost remains relevant to us today as it equips us with the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit to serve God's kingdom. We are called to be witnesses for Christ in our families, communities, and workplaces. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be bold, to boldly proclaim the gospel, demonstrate God's love, right? Demonstrate it through acts of kindness and compassion and bringing healing and restoration to a world that's quite frankly broken. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7, we read, Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. This verse highlights the diversity of spiritual gifts given by the Holy Spirit for the edification of the church, right? The, the growth, the strength, the encouragement, and empowerment of the church. We are called to embrace the Holy Spirit, the, to, to embrace and utilize our unique gifts for the common good, working together harmoniously as one body, equal but not identical. One of the most remarkable aspects of Pentecost was unity amidst the diversity. People from various nations and languages came together, and through the work of the Holy Spirit, they understood and experienced the message of salvation. Pentecost shattered barriers and united people under the banner of God's love and grace. And today, as the body of Christ that is the church, we still face division and conflicts, don't we? However, the power of Pentecost reminds us that through the Holy Spirit, we can overcome our differences and celebrate our diversity. The Spirit enables us to love one another, to embrace our unique gifts and talents, and to work together as a unified body for the advancement of God's kingdom. That is the one most important thing that, that unites us. But Pentecost is not just an external event. It's a personal encounter with the living God. The disciples were transformed from fearful individuals to bold and courageous disciples. The Holy Spirit worked in their hearts, bringing about a radical change that propelled them to live lives devoted to God and his purposes. And likewise, Pentecost is relevant today as it offers us the opportunity for personal transformation. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, right? Now, that's con not condemnation, that's conviction, right? 
Don't do that. That's not right. That's bad. Not your bad. God doesn't condemn. The Holy Spirit does convict us of sin. He leads us to repentance and empowers us to live godly lives. And through the Holy Spirit, we receive comfort, guidance, and wisdom. The Spirit works in us, transforming our character, renewing our minds, and producing the fruit of the Spirit, which we know to be love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness. And that tough one we have trouble with, right? Self-control. Get all the way to the end. Like, oh yeah. Pentecost assures us that we are not left to navigate the challenges of life on our own, but we have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, our, our helper, our comforter, our guide, our strength that transforms us. Romans 8, 26 through 27 reminds us that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes of us through wordless groans. Have you ever had that? You're just at a loss for words. God, God, what, you know, God hears your heart through the Spirit. And it says, then he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. He says, I know this person. I, they're hurting, they're hurting. The Holy Spirit not only empowers you for service, but also assists you in your prayer life. When you are unsure how to pray or lack the words, the Spirit intercedes on your behalf, aligning your prayers with God's perfect will. And Pentecost is not a one-time event, just that was confined to the early church. It is an ongoing experience for believers throughout history. The, the same Holy Spirit who empowered the disciples at Pentecost is available to you today. The Spirit continues to pour itself out upon the church, giving gifts and equipping and empowering believers for effective ministry. And again, it's not limited by time or culture or circumstance. Regardless of your age or background or abilities, the Holy Spirit can work in and through you to bring about God's purposes. In fact, it will work in and through you to bring about God's purposes. We are called to continually seek the infilling of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here to cultivate a relationship with him and to yield ourselves to his guidance and empowerment. And be assured that the relevance of Pentecost is not limited just to Christians. Like every other gift from God, it's not just for you and me. It's for all of his children. It's relevant to the entire world. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost has a transformative power and impact on society, addressing the world's deepest needs. In a world that's quite frankly marred by suffering and injustice and despair, among many wonderful things too. But among those things, the Holy Spirit brings hope. The Spirit's power enables us to combat societal issues, to promote justice and offer healing and restoration to those in need. And the Holy Spirit equips us to be agents of change, addressing systematic problems and promoting love, compassion, and reconciliation. That starts with us loving and forgiving ourselves and loving and forgiving others. As a spirit-filled believer, you are called to actively engage in shaping society, advocating for those in need, and working towards the common good. So as we conclude this message on the relevance of Pentecost, let us remember that the, the power of the Holy Spirit is not limited to a one-time event or historical occurrence. As a continual outpouring of God's presence and power in our lives, in the lives of believers throughout the ages and throughout all lives, and in our world today where these things are, uh, abound, division and conflict and despair, the Holy Spirit remains a beacon of hope and unity and transformation. 
The Spirit's power can break down the walls that separate us, heal the wounds of injustice and prejudice, and bring restoration to broken relationships. The Spirit can ignite a passion within us to pursue peace, reconciliation, to pursue justice in our communities, in the world, and even in our families. Let us not underestimate the influence of the Holy Spirit in our personal lives and in the world. When we yield to the leading of the Spirit, we can experience a supernatural boldness to speak truth, a supernatural wisdom to discern God's will, and a supernatural love that surpasses all human understanding. Pentecost calls us to be vessels of the Holy Spirit's power in a world that desperately needs it. It challenges us to be agents of change, not just within the walls of churches, but in our workplaces and in the schools and neighborhoods and and, and beyond. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be salt and light, shining darkly in a tasteless world sometimes, pointing others towards the light and grace of Jesus Christ. So we say, come Holy Spirit and renew our faith and the faith of your church. Let us not become complacent or passive in our faith. Instead, let us constantly seek the infilling and guidance of the Spirit, allowing His power to flow through us and impact the lives of those around us. And as we do so, we know that we will see God working in ways that that far exceed our expectations, accomplishing His purposes through our yielded hearts and lives. May the celebration of Pentecost ignite within you a renewed passion for the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, which so often is the forgotten part of God. Let us all go forth from this place empowered by the Spirit to live our faith in boldness and love of service of others. And may the Holy Spirit continue to guide you, empower you, and bring revival to your life and our church and our world. May the flame of Pentecost burn brightly within you, illuminating lives and drawing others to the love and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the same Spirit who descends upon the disciples desires to empower and equip you for the work of God's kingdom. May you continually walk in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, fulfilling your calling as a witness, living in unity with others, and experience personal transformation. May the power of Pentecost be evident in your life, bringing glory to, your, to our Lord Jesus Christ. And may we all be bold witnesses, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with passionate conviction. May we be transformed within, displaying the character of Christ in our words, in our actions, and in our relationships. And may we be agents of change in our world, working for justice, reconciliation, and advancement of God's kingdom. And let us be reminded of the words of the Apostle Paul who wrote in Ephesians 3, 20-21. He says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. May the power of Pentecost continue to shape and transform our lives, our communities, and our world at large. May we embrace the relevance of Pentecost in our journey of faith, living as spirit-filled believers who bring hope, love, and transformative power wherever we go. And may God bless us abundantly as we walk in the power and presence of the Spirit. To God be the glory forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we speak so often to you about you. We speak so often about your Son, Jesus Christ, and what he means to us. Let us never forget the third part of you, the Holy Spirit that that Jesus requested that you send to be our ongoing guide and comforter to 
after he was walking among us and, and ascended into heaven, the spirit lives within us. So often when we don't know the words we say, need to say or, or understand what we feel or, or what you need from us, Lord, it is that deep within our hearts that stirs. Thank you for that gift. Thank you. And as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, let us remember that we are all given the same gift. Every single one of us has been given this opportunity. You said, if my children, if they will just call my name, then I will. It's not a choice of, of yours. As you said, if we do it, then you. Your promise is on your side. So come, Holy Spirit, fill us. Let us be changed. Let us receive the gift of love and forgiveness. As always, Lord, I just want to thank you for who you are, this building, this place to gather, the people that are gathered here. We pray for your guidance going forward, and, and Lord, may we make an impact on the world that makes an impact in the kingdom. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.